You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, welcome to episode 31 of the Leading Off Podcast. As always, I am Matt Braun, joined here by Krupp Carlson, and we have a bunch more Twins games that didn't matter at all, and still very tired of it all. Uh, yeah, actually today is the Martin Perez revenge game against the Minnesota Twins edition of the podcast, so be getting into that, of course, because it's important news. He went four scoreless today just to spite you, because he knows... He, that he knows he's your guy, so here he well, goes. Well, you know what's funny is I woke up at like eleven ish, uh, um, of course Washington time, um, and the game started at ten. And I was like, oh, uh, the game started. Let me just check. And then I saw, oh, Maeda did well. And I said, Martin Perez had like seven strikeouts through seven or through uh, three. I was like, what? Yeah, well, along with eighty pitches thrown, just because that, that's how he does it. Of course, he can't have it any other way. Yeah, that, then everyone started coming in like, no, he's throwing about a million pitches. I'm like, right. okay, that makes that makes more sense. That's that's the Martin Perez I know and love. Uh, no and love. If yeah, if there's one guy that you have always loved, it's definitely Martin Perez. Nothing you've ever had against him whatsoever. So no, noted fan of Martin Perez. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, well, and I, I've I've seen like Red Sox fans try and talk themselves into him. Mm. I'm like, no, I'm gonna tell right. you this right now. Just don't don't do it. It might be good for like a month. And you might be like, hey, you know, this might not be so bad, but just, just trust me on this. Give it time. Yep. You'll get you'll get one good start every month, like one out of every four, maybe. And by good, it's like, you know, he goes six, gives up three, but strikes out two, throws 109 pitches, and was never really feeling safe the entire time. But you go, well, the results were good. Maybe he'll put it together. And then next week, it's three innings, eight earned runs, one strikeout, seven walks. You go, well, maybe in three weeks. It's just yeah. a roller coaster ride. Yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was a roller coaster. I certainly wanted off of. And what when the <laughs> one, one that kept going straight. Yeah, for me at least, I, I always enjoy. I, I guess I shouldn't say enjoy, but I find it funny, like contract buyouts where the team's like, "We're gonna pay you money not to play for us." Like that's how much <laughs> we don't want you to play. Yeah, well, it was. What was it like? Two million for the Twins? Two point five. I mean, it was either that or pay him seven or point five or something. So, look, yeah, it could have been a ten million dollar buyout. I would have been okay with it, like right. honestly. <laughs> but, anyways, so we'll be talking about Marvin Gonzalez, Jorge Polanco debuting. Uh, they're finally back from injury. Uh, we'll have noted a first guest ever, Andrew Jibo, whose last name I can now correctly pronounce. Uh, he'll be joining us, and we'll be talking about some stuff there. Some stuff he's been talking to me about, and I just want everyone else to hear how crazy he is, because uh, it's been bugging me. And then we'll be talking about that. We'll be doing our predictions, our hot takes again, which are going to be spicy. I can already feel it. And then whatever weird fan questions you guys asked of us this week. Uh, which is uh, none. Well, two, one good one, and, you know, swimming is involved in the other one so we'll see how that goes but yep gonna be a fun episode yeah well see the thing is when we ask for questions we mean real questions not like statements like aimed at us uh unless except for tom because tom's is actually funny <laughs> but like some other people will just like say something to us like, that's not that's not a question you're, you're just mad right like we're just gonna what read that on air and just that's it all right yeah. thank you yeah no exactly so uh first thing we have Marwin and Polanco debuted, just, you know, good seeing him back, uh, back and healthy, back, you know, getting playing time. Uh, Marwin also would say uh, his swing looked a little different, looked like he made some adjustments. And he, what, smoked a home run and had a double, so uh, I'd say they're working out. Although it was against the Tigers, so uh, maybe let's not use empirical evidence <laughs> in this situation. 
You mean the uh, uh, Garrett Cole killing Tigers? The oh. four home runs off of or three or four off Garrett Cole Detroit Tigers. Do you doubt Detroit? Still? Well, well, yes, but that was also oh. hilarious. Right. I mean, it was. I remember looking at the box score and going, because I saw it on Twitter. But you know, one bad inning, one inning, three earned runs, and in the second one, he gave up like three more. Just because it was. Why not Garrett Cole against Detroit? I mean, maybe Detroit's going to come out and be the 2019 Twins. Maybe that's a hot take. <laughs> well, I mean, there are things that are, you know, uh, that they can exist in the world, technically. Uh, you know, maybe some, some sort of multidimensional theory. Uh, but uh, I'm not seeing it. Uh, technically, I don't think there is because um, baseball, what is it, baseball, who does Pakota, um, baseball prospectus, yeah. So they did a thousand simulations where teams made the playoffs and Kansas City had 0.1%. So they have, they can make it in some weird alternate reality. But Detroit had literally zero out of the 1,000 simulations that they made the playoffs. So nope, nothing possible. There's no possible way it can happen, actually. So, so But there was one simulation in which Kansas City right, made the playoffs. Yes. That <laughs> That's is hilarious. Why, yeah, it's, it's great. Oh, man. <laughs> I wrote uh, about that for Twinkie Town. I went, I put that in there because it's great, you know. In okay. one one world, Kansas City made the playoffs. I what a world that must be. I I <laughs> cannot imagine. Oh, I'm trying to find it. Yep. Oh, oh I was. I apologize. Detroit is at zero point two. Kansas Whoa. City is zero point one. That is news. <laughs> so <laughs> in two realities out of one thousand, Detroit is a playoff team. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming Baltimore is zero, right? Like, um, yeah, they literally no chance of ever making the playoffs. Hey, <laughs> your Mariners are at zero point one though, so. Hey, wait, why are they my Mariners? I just happen to live next to them. Like, that's how it works. Bandwagon Twins fan. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not gonna respond to that. I'm not gonna. Get I wouldn't. Stuff. It's a good idea. No, I want. Well, why would I want to be a, a freaking Mariners fan these days? Like, are you kidding me? That's a good point. Back to Marwin Polanco. I think we were around there somehow. I don't know where we ended up. But, uh, yeah, Marwin, he had some weird knee surgery, I think, in the offseason. So that's what set him back. Polanco, same thing, like early surgery. And speaking of injuries, who else is him or Marwin Polanco, Buxton? Mm-hmm. Is that it for twins that are, you know, lingering with injuries right now? Or uh, Lewis Thor- no, Thorpe was just personal leave. He'll pitch soon. Yeah, and he, he Thorpe's back in camp. Yeah, I can't really... Think of any other injuries, actually, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's pretty good. Low injury. I mean, I don't think any pitchers did. Barrios is good. Odo is good. Well, Pineda's is, well, Rich Hill. Rich Hill's hurt for a while. Pineda's suspended. Uh, Homer Bailey is looking great. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so Twins are actually a really healthy team. Just like the, I mean, if you look over the Yankees, the Indians, Twins are all really healthy. So just kidding. Yeah. Sucks to be them. Well, no, I mean, you're, you are right, though. Like, compared to, are you kidding me? We got Yankees dropping left and right. You got Paxton and Judge just went down. Uh, and then uh, for the Astros, Verlander just left the game today. So you're like, right. what the hell? Yeah, Indians, uh, Mercado's suffering something. Uh, who's, uh, Clevenger's going to be out like for a while. Right. Um, the guy they acquired for Kluber, uh, Emmanuel Clace, he got hurt. and He'll be out for a bit. The hard-throwing reliever. Um, I think, yeah, there's... Cleveland's suffering too, so good to be Minnesota, actually. Their health team is rest and recovery, Rocco, the Rocco way. It's paying off. Can, can I also say the, uh, I saw Cleveland tweeted the other day that they officially announced Shane Bieber as their opening <laughs> day starter, and they said something along the lines of, like, he was their number five last year and that's their opening day starter. Right. Like, that's a weird way to remind all of your uh, fans that you traded away two of your starting pitchers, but okay, you know, you do you. Yeah, it's like, we traded away a uh, Bauer and uh, Kluber and Clevenger's uh, out for a few months, but and uh, also Carrasco is going to be out for a little bit longer. But the number five last year is moving up to the number one because you have no other choice, Cleveland. I mean, yeah. what else to say here? You did opening day starter Aaron Savali, like right, oh like wow, Sack or Savali here. It's, <laughs> I mean Bieber. I mean he's good. Obviously he was one of the best pitchers in the AL last year, but still like it's, it's a weird brag that you got going there. I was literally, man, I know it like fell out of fashion, but that's literally like, uh, what what was it? Strange, odd flex, but okay. 
right. Yeah, well, yep. how that, yeah, that was it. Yes, like, weird, weird flex, but okay or something. Yeah, that was it, man. I was hoping what? you wouldn't bring that up because that's a dead meme. It is a dead. Well, the weird thing was that was a meme like last year, and it's already dead. Like meme shelf lives, they don't last that's, long. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Some are even like just a week, a week in length. So you gotta, you gotta get there before they die, which yeah, I'm keep, usually late to, but it's pretty good. Keep beating them, down. but there is sort of like a post ironicism. Exactly. Memes where it's like, yeah, if you bring it back a few months later, everyone's like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, that's that's a good meme. Yeah, I like that. Might go laugh at a big chungus meme right now and see how that goes by. Okay, well, no, big, no, let's not do that. It's it, this is not ubiquitous to all memes. This is very like. I just had to get your reaction there. You're right. Big um, you hit me with a dat boy. Oh, jeez, it's a good one. <laughs> uh, well, I feel like that's a perfect transition. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. To our talk with Andrew, so we're gonna go away real quick, and then when we'll be back, we'll have Andrew talking with us. We are joined here by Andrew. Uh, how are you doing here, Andrew? I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. Uh, no one will know the secrets of what went on beyond the scenes. It's fun stuff. <laughs> but anyways, we want to talk some stuff. Uh, I wanted to let the world know some of the weird stuff you've been talking to me about because I want other people to see my pain, um, what I've had to deal with. Because okay. one, one of the things you've been hammering at me uh, – now, I have to, I have to preface this because some people might forget – Despite writing for Twins Daily, you are indeed a Giants fan. And you have a rooted interest in a specific player named Johnny Cueto. And I'll, I'll just let you explain your thoughts and opinions on him. <laughs> All right. Well, my rooted interest in Johnny Cueto goes beyond the fact that he wears uh, the orange and black now. I've been a fan of Johnny Cueto since going back to his Cincinnati Red days. Um, and as far as like my interest, you know, Johnny Cueto coming to the Twins, you know, it's kind of like you're looking at the – the season right now and where we're going to be in the deadline and, and who's going to be available for the twins to go out and acquire. And the p- starting pitching market is not going to be like very deep, right? There's not going to be a legitimate like ace pitcher available And Johnny Cueto, it, assuming he's, he's throwing well coming off of Tommy John surgery in his mid thirties. If he's throwing well, like Johnny Cueto is a very good pitcher and he certainly would make the twins a much better team or a better team at least if he's throwing the ball well, and so if you have an opportunity to go out and get Johnny Cueto, like it makes, pardon me, makes a ton of sense for the Twins to go out and, and, and do that. The only like reservation really is the fact that he's owed a lot of money for the next three years. The Giants would probably have to take on a significant portion of that, which means the Twins don't need to give up a lot in terms of prospects to get him. And so you add Johnny Cueto without giving up a lot, you're not taking on the full financial commitment it makes a lot of sense for the twins to do that again assuming that he's throwing the ball throughout the summer and you know he's able to make it make a difference he's still got three years left on that contract really yeah i was yeah. just looking at that too so you already know that i am i mean maybe you i am very against this i <laughs> he's got to be pitching like 28 year old cy young johnny cueto which he's not. His last good year was 2016. He has been out for a while. He's been mediocre when he's been pitching, and he's also 34 on a bad contract. And he would slide in. He'd go Barrios, Odorizzi, Maeda, Hill if he's healthy, Pineda, and then Cueto, in my opinion, and then, you know, Homer Bailey's hanging around close to him. I just, I'm all out on Cueto. Sorry to ruin it like that, but. No, I mean, I'm surprised you're going to put Rich Hill. I mean, if he's throwing the ball, I mean, I guess Rich Hill could be. I mean, yeah, doing he's been well, excellent but... lately, so or in the last few years, Rich Hill has. So, hmm. I mean, he's been one of the best pitchers in baseball when healthy, Rich Hill. Well, I, it's it's interesting because uh, I share a very similar sentiment. Whereas, like, if I want to get a guy, I want to get a guy. Like, I just don't want to get a guy who might maybe push Michael Pineda out. Because honestly, you know, right now seeing what Johnny Cueto, his recent history, I'm talking like last year, talking about, you know, coming off Tommy John, well, he'd have to really like do well. Like 30 innings last year. Well, 30, well, that's that's all we pretty much have because he missed all of 2018, <laughs> didn't he? Or most of it? 2019, yeah. But 20, 
2019. I, years, they're weird. I don't understand them. Uh, wait, he pitched in 2018? Did he? he? Yeah, he pitched like half the season. And then I want to say like in August, he got, you know, put on the shelf for Tommy John and everything. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah. Oh, he started nine games in 2018. So I guess kind of. Weird. Yeah. I guess I forgot that. But um, anyways, my point was basically like looking at that recent, you know, trajectory, comparing it to like if you want to say Michael Pineda, I don't think he's going to push Pineda out. And Pineda, ideally, in a playoff uh, rotation, is what maybe your number four, maybe your number five, depending on Rich Hill. It's like what is he going to help you in game four when you've already been swept by the Yankees already. Hey, like, <laughs> hey too yeah, that's, soon. That's the thing. If you're going to trade, you're not trading for anyone below, in my, in my opinion, game two. You want a guy who comes in and can pitch game one or game two, you know, can fill in at Jake Odorizzi's level or maybe even a little bit better, you know, someone as good or better than Odorizzi. Just something Matt has taught me over the oh, weeks. Where, where'd you get that from? <laughs> that's what you're going for. The goal of in a trade. And Cueto simply isn't close for me there so yeah yeah i mean my thought with like cueto you know it's not so much that like johnny cueto's gonna come in and and be like number one or the number two and and kind of carry the load so to speak in the postseason but again it's all predicated on the fact that johnny cueto's throwing the ball well in 2020 uh but you know if he is like he's god he's gonna make them a better team at least like in a postseason series adding that depth the only problem is, like, are you really going to want to bring in Johnny Cueto to add depth to your rotation in the postseason? Oh, and hey, by the way, he got you got it three years of him as well. Yeah, and he has not pitched much in the last few years. Yeah, it's just it's a, it's a no like from a, me. Can we do like a rent thing where we just like take him for the rest of the year right. and he goes back to the Giants? <laughs> yeah, 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 is that a thing? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the Giants can just give us back Jalen Davis and we'll send him back Johnny Cueto. We'll hey, yeah, this. see, it all works out. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, we're sorry about Sam Dyke. <laughs> right. And, yeah. Like, yeah, thanks for that, you could borrow way. Johnny Cueto for a year. Yeah. That, <laughs> Johnny Cueto's the IOU from Sam Dyson. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. See, it all works out. It all works out in the end. Uh, it's kind of oh, like what the Yankees did with Chapman, but just a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, like Torres and Chapman, but like uh, diet, basically. Exactly. I mean, if we are talking about like giant starters, I might honestly be more interested in like Jeff Samarja over him, and I, I don't even like yeah. Jeff Samarja that much. <laughs> I was kind of thinking that as well. I mean, like his like n- like overall numbers, I like, didn't look that impressive. I mean, I don't know off the top of my head, but his ERA was over four. But I mean, his strikeout to walk ratio like is pretty good, and like he does give quality innings, and he throws a lot of innings. But like I guess it's the same thing. It's like, is Jeff Samarja really going to be better than Jake Odorizzi? I don't think so. No. I mean, yeah. maybe if maybe if we're out there, you know, running routes and you know catching touchdown <laughs> passes from Kirk Cousins, yeah, I'm going to take <laughs> Jeff Samarja. Yeah, that's right. You did go to what Notre Dame? Or something Notre for Dame. Yeah, he, he played with Brady Quinn of all people. Yeah. Oh God, Brady Quinn. So, wow, I I have an important question, um, Andrew. I think you might answer this with a solid yes. Would you give up? Royce Lewis and Alex Kirloff for a package of Cueto and Samarja? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> what kind of question is that? I don't know. You're a Giants fan, so yeah. I mean, maybe if we're talking like prime Tim Lincecum and Madison Bumgarner, you can maybe throw in Matt Cain, then yeah, absolutely. Right. right. <laughs> oh, all right. Getting... Well, I thought that's what we were getting back, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> What are you getting like Matt Kane and Madison Bumgard all in their prime? Like Yes. yes. Oh god. Well, how you get some time travel now? Yeah. It's been around a while now. Well, all right, so the Giants have invented time travel. We have traded Royce Lewis so that we can use time travel. And uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah Interesting. Right. Well well Cooper, uh, I believe you actually have a list, kind of a game we're gonna play where you're right. gonna go down some starting pitchers. And you're going to ask whether or not we want to trade uh, Royce Lewis or Alex Kirloff for that starting pitcher. So would you like to play that game? Yeah, let's do it. So I've got the top 30 projected Zips war for 2020. And I'm going to only go – it's yeah top 30. And I'm going to only go over the players who could potentially not be on a playoff team. And the thing about this list is most of these guys are going to be on a playoff team. So it's going to be a small list. Anyway, here we go. Starting off at number 30, Marcus Stroman. Would you give up Lewis or Kirloff? 
No. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> not for only one year. If, it, if you got like two or three, then maybe, but not for one. All right. Here's an interesting one. I mean, if, if we're talking oh, World Baseball yeah, sure. Classic, Marcus Stroman, then yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, Chris Paddock. One, I give up one, one, one of Paddock. the two. Yeah, I one give up one two. for yeah, Paddock. You give up one of them for Paddock? All right. I mean, you'd need more than just one, but if you want to right, start obviously. Paddock, if you want, but you're throwing I'd, be, one I'd be down for right. that, actually. Yeah. yeah, so that's one on this list so far. Someone, yep, Matthew Boyd. <sighs> Probably not. No. Even, okay. as a, even as a Boyd fan. Right. No, I see that. Um... Probably going to be a good team, but just for the sake of the game and the fact that he's been rumored before, just in trades. Mike Clevenger, Indians. One I of think I two. do, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I start a package right. with one of them. Yeah. No, I see. I, I probably would, too. Clevenger's actually kind of underrated. He's one of the better pitchers, so. All but, right, moving on. Although, like, that like, would kind of suck if, if Lewis or Kirilov yeah, were yeah, I guess. Yeah. the Twins for the next eight years in the Indians uniform. <laughs> Yeah. But if the yeah. Twins got a ring out of it, then it's kind of like, yeah, well. Yeah. Well, that's why those trades never happen, is that fear of like, oh, no. Right. Yep. All right. Um, moving on. Oh, all right. You Darvish. Cubs, you never know. You Darvish. Ooh. Ooh. How many years does he have left? I will find out. You guys discuss if you would or not. Hang on. I mean, even, like, even, even with like years out of the equation like I would I don't know if I'd want to give up either Lewis or Kirilov like for you Darvish I mean he had a good year last year but he struggled in you know Chicago after he signed that big deal what he did in the postseason with the Dodgers was not very good now granted the Astros were stealing <laughs> the signs yeah, yeah. But, but you know his postseason performance wasn't that wasn't that great all right, four more years of uh, salaries go 22 mil, 22, 19, 18. And he's Absolutely a free agent not. after 2023. Absolutely. Yeah, I, me neither. Yeah. I would not either. No, Unless no, the no. Cubs are like, hey, we're going to take all of his contracts and you can just have him yeah. for right. Alex Kirilov. Yeah, and considering how cheap the Ricketts have been recently, that's not going to happen. So, right. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, I don't do it. I'm a, it's Reds, I think they're going to make the playoffs, but this one's fun. Luis Castillo. I don't know why they would. Hell yeah. Probably. Yeah, you'd do it, right? Hell yes. <laughs> right. That guy's, a, that guy's a stud. Right. Okay. Sound was I don't, easy. I'm not sorry, Andrew. Andrew. Sorry, Whoa. Andrew. No, I, I, I mean, he's a good pitcher, but isn't he? Wow. Like, he's like already like almost thirty, isn't he? He's like in his late twenties. Castillo? No, I don't <laughs> think so. He's like twenty-six at least, I think. Is the difference between being twenty-six and being? I in guess. The I guess, but like he, he's not. All right, he's twenty-seven. I, I, Oh, okay. Well, twenty seven. Okay. I mean, uh, I don't know. Hmm. That that's tough. But he's really good. Although he did just break out, so I don't know. Right. Like he was like, again. He was once traded for Casey McGee. Like that's the type of prospect that he was. So like I, I don't know. It's hard. All right. Yes or no? Andrew? I wouldn't do it. No. Wasn't he also in like that mucked up trade with the Padres and Marlins where they like yes, got he piss? Was. Remember that trade? Yeah, that was a weird one. All right, um, moving on. Lance Lynn. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be asked. <laughs> I, I'm not going to answer. I'm just going to laugh instead. All right, fair enough. All right. Um, I don't know. There's a couple more, maybe. Uh, this one's just a, probably a no, but Herman Marquez. No. no. I, I like Marquez, but not for them, no. Trevor Bauer. Uh, same thing with Bauer. I like him, right. but not for them. Uh, Andrew, I mean, yes or no? Yeah, maybe like one of the two. If only for only reason why I wouldn't year, is because yeah, that's the that's the reason why yeah. like, I would be hesitant and wouldn't want to do it. Is just because yeah, like if you know I, you're resigning you just him get for, like, a a deal or something, maybe I would. But right, and I and I've read that you know he's only wants to sign like one year deals. He doesn't oh. want like a yeah, I remember that contract. Actually, yeah. Okay, all right, then moving on. Um... I guess there's only one more that makes sense because that Giolito's staying. He's not going the Twins, so uh, Noah Syndergaard. Yes. Yeah. But not about come, both, but one of the. Yeah, two. one of them. If they come back, ask him for Byron Buxton again. I'm telling him to go right. after himself. <laughs> yeah, stop uh, with that. Stop it. Yeah. Um, here, I'll. But or, or, you guys. or yeah, when Or do done. you say here, take take Byron Buxton, and we're going to use Alex Carroll off. Or Rice Lewis. Right. right. Mm. I, I, I get to the 
point where you're kind of like, hey, we like you a lot, Bucks, but like you can't stay healthy, and right. uh, we want Noah Syndergaard. So the thing with we'll that for me is like that's an off-season trade. You can, I don't think you can that's trade true. a star like that at the deadline for, with a, a playoff point. team. Yeah, that's true. But, when I hear that, I remember when Oakland traded Ioannis Cespedes to get John oh Lester, my God. and then they just like <laughs> fell apart in August, and then blew that wild card game to the Royals, and it was just a mess. Oh, and they yeah. also added Jeff Samarja that year too. Oh, they did, oh, and uh, Jason straight. Hamill. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, Jason Jeez. Hamill. There you go. Jason Hamill. Jeez. Well, fun fact: if you remember that wild card game, the guy who started the rally in the ninth, none other, none other than Josh Willingham. Thank uh, you for that tidbit yep, of information. Very cool. Of course, I'm chock full of it. I'm All right, guys. I got one last name. It's an interesting one. I, I, he's probably not going to be healthy. Chris Sale. It's funny you say that actually, because like I was thinking that like if he's available and healthy, like Chris Sale is a guy that yeah you right. would give up a guy like that to acquire, exactly. assuming like you're getting the real Chris Sale here. The thing is, he might need Tommy John surgery. So, yeah. right. Do you make that deal today? I, I don't think you do. Uh, no. No. I, in fantasy baseball, I wouldn't even trade Tyler Glass <laughs> now for Chris Sale, okay? <laughs> no. That's, no. that's, I mean, obviously the if is health, but man, that's such a big if. And when right. I see when I see elbows for pitchers, I just get that red light where I'm just like, oh, uh-oh. It's, yeah, it's like more risky than Buxton at this point with him, like, because he's on the verge of Tommy John, essentially. So it's yeah. it's close. Yeah, how many times has it worked out where guys like, like right. they're like you should probably get Tommy John. They're like nah, and then like <laughs> like that can never go well, right? No, yeah, he's gonna end up being out for a while or just having a really bad 2020. It's my Chris Sale really depressing prediction. Uh, okay, that's your prediction. We'll write that down. All right, <laughs> right. I'll call you out on that. Um, what about uh, Mrs. Random? What about Luis Arias or Urias for the Dodgers? Oh, Arias. I mean, Julio is he a reliever now? Yeah, no, he's I mean, starting. He like he starts and he relieves, but. Like, also, wasn't he this, accused this... of like domestic violence at one point? I think he was. Yeah, he also today he, he drilled Willie Calhoun in the face in the spring training game. <laughs> Willie that Calhoun, who was a mess. Willie yeah. Calhoun, who was also a Dodgers prospect, by the way. Oh, so. oh got to be Although, some beef there. Right? Does become like a ninety-five overall in MLB the Show franchises, so I might have to take that chance here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what you're getting at, Andrew, because you've kind of talked about this before. Where all right, maybe. Like you said, there's a limited amount of guys who are that, you know, that guy who can be, uh, you know, good and available. Where you might kind of pivot, maybe look at young guys and catch them on the upswing. I know you mentioned Dustin May earlier, Julio Urias. I'm not sure how much the Dodgers are willing to do that, but maybe there's another team out there, potentially. I don't know. Right. I mean, it's just kind of, but it's like, you know, who would it be? Right. Those guys are hard to identify right now. Can we get, what's his name, Casey Mize? Or yeah, from I mean, the Tigers. Yeah, um, I mean, I yeah, he's going to be probably with them all of, if most, if not all of this year. Would they be willing to trade for Royce Lewis, who'll be ready in one more year? Like, they, I, I, I don't know. And Casey Myers, he's going to be really good, probably. So. Right, I mean, and that's the thing too. I mean, obviously, we're talking purely hypotheticals here. But right. if Casey Myers, like, if he is legitimate. And- he's who we think he's going to be and you're the twins and you essentially have no room for race lewis or alice kirloff would you say go to the tigers and say hey look here's here's lewis here's kirloff thank you yeah. casey mize yeah so you throw them both in hmm. take the guy like casey mize if it, if he is as good as thing is going to be that would make sense just given the fact I that suppose. lewis and kirloff are blocked yeah, I just have trouble trading people hypothetically even, so yep. <laughs> well, and I, I get, you know, with, with pitching prospects, I always get like a little bit, uh, you know, apprehensive. Right. Of course. Because like yeah. you look at any old one, like 2012, the top two were Dylan Bundy and Tywin Walker. Like, right, Kyle Gibson was yikes. like the supposed yeah, guy like the twins. Archie Bradley, Shelby Miller, like these are – you know, do you want to give up a stud for, like, a potential of this happening? Like, oh, my God, yeah. Tyler Skaggs. Uh, well, rest in peace, Tyler Skaggs. That was unfortunate. But yeah, yeah. Dan- Danny Holson, Martin Perez, uh, <laughs> Tony Singrani, Jesse Biddle, Daniel Norris. Like, you could just go down the list. And you're like, right. my God. Yeah. Awesome. The, the, Diamondback, the Diamondbacks traded Dansby Swanson for Shelby Miller. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And, and then Swanson's uh, going to be good, too. Yeah, dang. 
And they lost Ender and Ciarte. So yeah, that was a that was a fun one. But jeez. Um, anyways, that's kind of my point. It's like you maybe want to do that if you want to think outside the box, but there's so much risk involved where it's like it, it's like more risky to do that than to just hold on to the prospect straight up. Like okay, the Dodger. Okay, we were talking about Dustin May. Dodgers have another hard throw. Bruzar Gratterall? <laughs> oh, I've heard of that. I've heard of that guy before. <laughs> I don't know. He's got. We need to check his medicals. I'm not sure about it. Yeah, you're is right. He, you're is right. he a starter or is he a reliever? <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> oh man. All right, but can we talk about the fact that the Red Sox threw a fit over that and then got Alex Verdugo, who's not going to be ready for opening right. day? He's like <laughs> yeah. worse health. And Gratterall's doing over a hundred in spring training for the Dodgers. Oh, God. whatever. Yeah, we miss you. Bruce. <laughs> we'll, miss, we'll miss the Bruce. I mean, honestly, like, in a kind of uh, selfish way, I don't mind that he went to the Dodgers because I watch West Coast teams all the time. So, I, mm, you know, nice. coming in, like, the eighth inning and just melt some guys' faces, and I'm like, oh, like, a single tear will just go down my face. Like, <laughs> That's my boy. Literally, happy tear. Any any other West Coast team would have been preferable. It, like I, any oh, other yeah, team. Not the, <laughs> Not the Dodgers. Not the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, not gonna, not gonna disagree. With, I mean, I kind I know you're gonna go against this, but I kind of feel bad for the Dodgers now after the Astros thing, where it's like, man, they really got screwed in that World Series. I mean, yeah, like I feel bad no, for them, like <laughs> even though I mean, like I don't like the Dodgers, but right. I like Corey Seager and you know Clayton Kershaw, and Bellinger, yeah, and, you know, Justin Turner, and all those guys, right? And so it's like, yeah, like I kind of feel bad for them. Like, sure, you know, they they could have used a ring, and I have a friend that she works in the Dodgers like organization and whatever. But, like, as a fan, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, the hell with the Dodgers. <laughs> well, <laughs> Get even, out of here. Like, keep keep your 1988 World Series. Right. <laughs> like, Kershaw's Hang on to that Kurt Gibson like, home run. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah, like, from looking at that, Kershaw's playoff legacy has been, like, largely hurt by that World Series just because, I mean, as we've all seen, wow. now he threw what, like, uh, I mean, he's sucked. Kershaw's never been good in the playoffs, obviously. He also but, served yeah. up the yeah. He had that yeah. He had yeah. that narrative beforehand, also. So. Yeah, that's true, I suppose. But he did, yeah, it, he did get hurt that series as and well. Then, so. Yeah, and it was I think it was yeah, there's Howie Kendrick who took him deep, right? This is the last. Post-season. Um, uh, I remember it was Rendon and was it Soto? Yeah, Howie Kendrick went deep in the no, game right. seven, game seven against the Strohs. I think he went deep after Kershaw had blown the lead, didn't he? Yeah, oh, he went yeah. deep off Joe Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was... Kershaw gets one ring though, and I think it's you know, you know, no one talks about the playoff failures as much. So, yeah, man, I just, I don't know about you guys, but I like I saw a compilation of that one game they're talking about against the Astros where he threw like fifty breaking balls and didn't right. get a single whiff, and <laughs> man, that shit just makes my blood boil. Honestly, it makes me so mad to see like that kind of stuff going on, and then yeah, not just that, but then the Astros players coming out and being like. Oh, uh, we didn't like do anything. Like the commissioner made his report. Mm. Like, Go after yourself. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's gonna be a long season in Houston. Yeah, it's gonna be bad, especially when they go on the road and they play in New York. Oh God, oh. that's that's mu- they, if MLB Network isn't airing that, which they most they'll be airing a Padres, you know, Reds game or something instead. But <laughs> okay, whatever. When, no, when, when does the MLB Network not air the Yankees? Oh, that's yeah. true. That's a good you got point. A point here. That's yeah. I didn't even yeah. think about that. When they go into Yankee like, Stadium, my God, they're going to eat them alive. Right. Oh, it's going to be bad. Be, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it's going to be good. I mean, <laughs> you know, Matt, this this is tough for you to answer. But, uh, Cooper, if you're at yeah. a Twins game when the Astros are in town, are you going to be booing the Astros hard? If I was there and people are out, I'd be like, if no one else is booing, I wouldn't just singularly boo. But if people around me were <laughs> booing, be that guy. Right. <laughs> but if, like, I did it at, I was at the, you guys, you watch the Vikings, right? Yeah. I was at the Vikings Broncos game. They were down 20 0 going into halftime. And I was, of course, I was booing them off the field. Everyone was. So, yeah, <laughs> people, are, people are booing the Strohs when they come to town. I'm at the game. I mean, yeah, of course I'm going to do it with them. Heck hey, yeah. <laughs> not, it's not very you. Minnesota nice of you. Right, but if everyone else is doing it, then <laughs> no, I have an excuse. The Vikings won <laughs> right. though, I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, they did. I, they, they heard me booing and took it as motivation. Their playoff run ended pretty well. Uh, oh, it, okay. Okay, okay, we got to win, all right? All right. Just, <laughs> hey, look, Andrew, they same amount of Super Bowl wins okay. as you this year, all right? Okay, what about franchise history? Calm down. All right, Andrew, Andrew, they weren't <laughs> even supposed to beat the Saints, so I take what I can get. You know? All right, I, I hear you. 
Uh, anyways, I just checked. Uh, Houston's in New York late late September for a four game series. Oh. So mark your calendars for that one. That'll be a fun one. Yeah, it's a while. Hopefully, no one forgets about this by then. Unlikely, but <laughs> yeah, I, I doubt I, it. I don't think that's gonna happen. Unless okay, unless do you guys think? Still... Right. Um. Okay, Boston hasn't like been charged with their crimes. Do you think they'll get the same reaction in parks as Houston? Charged, charged with their crimes. With crimes. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, shut up. This sound like the entire Red Sox organization like robbed a bank or something. <laughs> yeah, like, come on now. They've been embezzling right, right. from the owner. My bad. Like... My bad. All right. I just I was just speaking. Do you think they'll get the same reaction from fans as the Astros? I think it depends on on what their uh, their charges are. Um, you know, whatever, whatever man. What we'll the crimes they committed? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the Red Sox. You know, uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah it, all, still, it all. It all. I'm still, yeah. still kind of like fuzzy on what actually they're getting accused right. of because I remember the uh, Apple Watch thing from like two years ago in a playoff series, but they like got told to cut that shit out immediately, and then they did. But now this comes up years later, and I'm like, wait, but, but what? What even is it for? Like, because I... Cora apparently brought it from Houston. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Yeah. We don't know enough, I guess. Strange. Well, you know, the best way to do it then is to just do reckless speculation and just boo them no matter what. Of course. Well, I mean, I, I'm down <laughs> for that. I was down sure. for that before this, you know. Yeah, of course. Heck, I might just. I mean, twins hit a record home runs. People are cheating in baseball. I'm going to boo the Twins on opening day. Whatever. Mm, that's a hard sell. I mean, <laughs> hey, Boston, fans, Boston fans are pretty darn annoying. So I think anytime yeah, you can true. boo Boston, you're, you're, you're justified <laughs> for it. Yeah. Yeah, you, do, you really don't even need a reason. If you just do it, you know, there's <laughs> like, yeah, we probably deserve it. Like, Yeah, and, and the guy you're booing is going to turn around and tell you you went to Harvard. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that sounds all right. Anyway, um, Andrew, I got some, I got some new over unders for you, or you okay. and Matt can do these. Or old over unders. I don't know what you mean by new. Yeah, regular ones. This isn't our second. Oh, jeez. All right. Don't reveal our secrets now. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Cats oh, out of the, the bag. Uh, sort of awards version because I kind of just came up with these on the fly. Uh, four and a half twins finished in the top 20 for MVP. There were four of them in 2019. Rosario, Polanco, Ooh. Cruz, and I think Kepler. Yeah, Kepler. I'm going to go under. Yeah? Yeah, I think this might be a topic, you know, different discussion here, but, like, whatever stock you want to put in the juice ball, I think to some extent, like, oh, that sure. definitely did impact some of like the twins offensive performances and so it's hard to say that that many guys are going to have like repeat performances at that level so yeah under all right and we're coming up against our slight cap here so we're gonna <laughs> hurry through these anyway uh two and a half twins win a silver slugger award there were two in 2019 i'll go over yeah yeah got any names donaldson i think Garber, no, might have a yes. Yeah, no, might have a chance, and definitely Garber. I mean, Donaldson and Garber for sure. The third's going to be a stretch, but I could see Sano getting it done. Yeah, Nelly maybe. Yeah. All right, all right. Jeez. One and oh, a half. Third base is so stacked. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, that that'll be actually really tough, but yeah. Anyways, uh, one and a half All Star starters. They had just Polanco last year. I'm going to be bold, and I'm going to say over. I'm going to have some faith in Barrios. Oh, wow. Jeez. I was going to say, does that include – because, like, yeah, starting be for pitcher. pitching is kind of sus because it's, like, only one person starts but nine get in the game. So, I mean – Right. I mean, it, the, it is best pitcher I mean, against this. Buxton, if, if, so. if Buxton is healthy, he's got a definite shot. True. I mean, Mike Trout might – you know. I'd put Kepler in the that. conversation because I like okay, Kepler. Yeah. But Cruz, Garber even, too. Did Cruz start last year? He didn't, did he? Did he make the All Star game actually? Yeah, he, Cruz he made had it, to have, right? He? Yeah, yeah, he, ha- he right. had to have. There's no but, way he could. I don't. No, think I don't did. think he did. I think it yeah. was just uh, Barry, Odorizzi, and Polanco. Right. How did he not? Who was it? Yordan? No, I don't Joey remember. Gallo, maybe. A Gallo, I don't think maybe, so. Yeah. Well, 
what happened? What what happens is because Hunter Pence. It was Hunter Pence. Oh Hunter yeah. Pence. Oh my. Say, Hunter Pence or like Daniel Vogelbach or someone where they have to take right. one guy from a shit oh, team. Oh yeah. So okay, yeah, yeah, I'd give it the over there as well. Um, this isn't really a. I guess Jose Barrios tenth in Cy Young voting over or under. I'm high. I'm Barrios, man. I gotta go over. Yeah, I, I like it too. That's it's a stretch because I've been saying this for three years now, but yeah. <laughs> I, you know where uh, he was that last year? Wait, uh, I don't. I, All right, it, shouldn't have dropped it on you then. My bad. Oh uh, yeah. Oh sorry. I they only had top eight for Cy Young. They had twenty for MVP. So I don't know what's up there, but yeah. It's kind of weird. I'm assuming it was you know. I mean, you know, like fifteen to twenty. Though. I think Barrios he he probably could have cracked the top ten last year if not for that month of august right. i mean exactly. the month of august he just really has kind that of screwed him, but i mean right I, yeah other than that i mean barrios like that he was a stud for most of the years for so. sure all right yeah that's all right here's like twins win 0.5 playoff series in 2020 over or under <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go over we're gonna say they're yeah. not gonna draw the yankees <laughs> that's so they won't beat the Yankees. They just will get lucky enough not to draw the Yankees. <laughs> exactly. Then someone else beats the Yankees, and then they don't right. have to worry about it. Right. Yeah, we win one playoff series. And then the Twins no. beat the Dodgers in the World Series, and I'm the happiest man alive. <laughs> all right. That's, that's all five I got, so that's pretty good. All right. So I, I like that last one. I wasn't expecting it. Right, yeah. It was, it was probably the most random one. Hmm. Well... Now what? <laughs> well, I edit that out first and foremost. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I believe we've reached about the end, Andrew. Unless you got any last thing you want to talk about. What kind of beer are you drinking, Matty B? Oh, well, I'm done with it, but it was a Stella Artois. Oh, you got to add the Artois in there? Okay. Artois. I'm a fancy man. What can I say? You, can, you can just call it Stella. No, I sorry, actually, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Cooper. You can't. My, be part my of this ears cannot hear this. I'm too yeah, young. Yeah, this is a, a conversation Cooper can't be involved in. So right. this, is, this is between two 21 year old men. Oh. <laughs> yes, grown Andrew, men. Andrew, what are you Cooper. drinking? How about that? I am drinking a local Minnesota beer made by a brewery called Indeed, and it is the whiskey barrel aged Imperial Stout, and it is delicious. Ooh. Ooh. Sounds water. Good. I'm drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay. See, the thing was, people in my house last night were drinking Coors Lights, which is the same thing. So you're oh, good. <laughs> that's that is bad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. I think I think we have to end on that joke. So appreciate it. Good talking to you, Andrew, for the first time. Definitely. Uh, yes. Definitely. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Welcome back. We're done talking with Andrew. Uh, and I mean that in, in the strictest way possible. We're done. We're not doing it anymore. <laughs> <Come back. laughs> I'm kidding. We, uh, we love Andrew on the show. He's a friend of the show. First, He was our first guest. So, I mean, uh, that's got to count for some, I think. First and last guest after almost bringing politics into this mess. No, I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. He, I, in my head, I was like, please don't make that joke. And then he made it. I was like, yes. uh, No, it's oh. all good. <laughs> so uh we got two last things to close out here we're gonna do predictions and then what weird fan questions we did end up getting um so uh who did i start this year uh i'll last start you started okay. last week all right yeah, so you start all right my prediction byron buxton will play more games for the twins than eddie rosario in 2020 whoa yeah wow i don't think that's even possible but all right I hey, maybe it. that means Eddie is gone, or he just gets hurt because people can get hurt. Maybe Buxton is the lucky one this time. No, actually, Buxton is the only twin who can get injured. I don't know if you oh. know this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. At least for long periods of time, yeah. He was cursed by. How did you type that in a different font? What did you? I do? don't know. I'm trying to figure that. Out. <laughs> I, right. I, I have to explain. So on our where we keep our notes for the podcast, that's where Cooper has been writing down our predictions. And somehow he wrote I, this I'm one in a different it. font. Other there than Times go. New Roman. Just go to it's Times New Roman. <laughs> it was because uh, I have two docs for this podcast. One that I have by myself where I keep notes that I want to talk about during this. 
and I had it in there, and I guess I font Roboto in that doc, so. Roboto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I, wow. Okay. I just lost my entire train of thought there. Sorry. What? That was the zesty one. I mean, geez, that's quite... That's quite the, the prediction there. Yeah, going bold today. All right, yeah, you sure want? To, well, I mean, they are supposed to be bold predictions, so I mean, I guess. I like, guess, yeah. Don't you know, our our eyes will hit two eighty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, let's see. What was my bold prediction? Uh, I have it written here somewhere. I gotta find yeah, it. I'm sure okay. you do. I'm coming found, up with yep. it right now. <laughs> I I have it. Don't. I'm gonna kick you. Okay, what? Well, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Not not kick you from the chat. I'm gonna fly to where yes, you're at. Yes, yes, I'm sure. Physically kick you. That's what I'm gonna do. Whatever. All right. Whenever whenever we next have like a twins daily meet, right. just straight to the ship. <laughs> That's all. It's gonna happen. Uh, anyways, uh, my prediction, my hot take, uh, was that I think Jorge Polanco. Wait, where is I going with this? Okay, I sorry, I lost. <laughs> Lost my train of thought for two seconds. All right, I, I got it back. Jorge Polanco is going to play less games at shortstop uh, than someone. He's going to be second place in games at shortstop played for the Twins, basically. I think someone, maybe Ari Adrianza, maybe Marwin Gonzalez, I don't know. Someone Jeez. else will have more playing time at shortstop. I know. I can't possibly see this happening. Like, I don't think there's any way. Unless he gets horribly hurt. And, Wow. That's what. Look, you did the same thing. I got to go with the gusto I, here. Mine has a better chance than Polanco just not playing shortstop. I think it's a it's a bold one. I hey, look. You got to go for the gold sometimes. Yeah, That's I suppose. Just saying stuff. <laughs> look, uh, it's like you said. I can't just be like, oh, Miguel Sano's going to hit thirty home runs. Like, yeah, if he yeah, exists, going to hit thirty home Plus, runs. Plus, th this is at least fun to track too. So, it'll, yeah, you're right. It's true. At, at we, some point. In a few weeks, I feel like we're just going to say, like, the wildest shit. Just, like, <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, man. I, I mean, I, we're already close, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If this is just the start, my God. What are right. we eventually so, Anyways, <laughs> we're going to move on to fan questions. We, Again, most of these were just, you know, jokes. People saying stuff at us instead of real questions. But, hey, you know, these things happen. Uh, there's not much we can do about that. So the first one... This was actually asked a while ago. Someone added me on Twitter, and then I saved it in my bookmarks. It was actually a good question. She said, uh, this is from Josiah Waldner. A question for the podcast. Which prospect do you think will be called up first, and which prospect will have the most impact? Uh, and this is actually a really interesting question. Uh, I really like this. So which prospect do you think will be called up first? I think that'll probably be Lewis Thorpe. Just because he, you know, already has major league playing time, and he's probably the most realistic option to, uh, you know, be the soonest. Uh, whether he gets the fifth rotation spot or whether he gets called up to replace Julie Chassin after he gives up six runs for the third straight start in a row, you know, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's one or the other. Uh, and then, which prospect will have the most impact? Uh, I strongly believe that Alex Kirilov will force himself wow. onto the roster. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to say he's going to have the most impact. I don't know, maybe when he joins sometime in like July or August or something like that. So those are my answers. I like it. I'm not going to, I would, I think Thorpe is probably the uh, easiest answer here for who will get called up first, but I'm going to, since he was here last year, I'm not going to go with him. I'm going to, I'm same guy for both answers, actually, who will be called up first and who will have the biggest impact. Johan Duran will be oh. called up early in the season. He'll be, he'll start off really well. I think they'll use him in a reliever role in the majors, obviously, and I think he'll, you know, pitch extremely well, be like last year's Luis Arise, just on the pitching side, and just have a great year in the majors. Johan Duran's my pick for both questions. Ooh. Oh, he's it for both? Yeah. Ooh, I Biggest impact that. and first called up. I could see that. I mean, we're I'm a big fan of Duran. Yeah, I, me we, too. We've been new. He's going to make the Eduardo Escobar trade look really good and make a lot of people right. look really stupid. It was him and was it Alcala in the same deal or was that that was a different deal? No, Alcala was Presley. Right, right, okay. Yeah, so Duran, uh, yeah, it was one yeah. someone else in there. Yeah, uh, for that one it was Duran, Ernie De La Trinidad, right, and yep. uh, Gabriel Maciel. Okay, yeah. And I live the kind of life where I can know that off the top of my head <laughs> at any time in my life. I just know Alcala and Duran were same deadline because they were pretty yeah. similar to each other right away so i never, yeah. i didn't know which was which for like a year 
Oh, I see. well, that's fair. It's like people lump those trades together, also, which is yeah. not entirely unfair. They kind of go hand in hand, so it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Like, like seriously, you could, I could be just walking down the street like five years from now. Someone could like pull up a gun and just be like, "Who did the <laughs> Twins get in the Ryan Presley trade?" I'll be like, "Jorge Alcala and Gilberto Celestino." Like, all right, thank you, good day. <laughs> like straight up. Yikes! I mean, yeah. See, it's information you need to know in case that scenario comes up. So yeah. good thing we know it. Very real, because you know that happens to people all the time in Washington, just all the uh, time. Right, I haven't been there, so I can't comment on that, but I will believe you for sure. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you believe me on that. So I believe that brings us what? Well, do we want to go over the random <laughs> weird stuff? Yeah, I'll I mean just, you can read them. Yeah, why not? I guess I'll uh, I'll just read it for the sake of doing it. So uh, the specific thing. Cooper tweeted out, we said, uh, tonight where I ask him, what do the Twins have to do to win the Grapefruit League? Which you actually haven't asked of me, so are you going to ask me of that? Or, um, Yeah, I guess I sort of got into it with my uh, Martin Perez dominated the Twins, not really, kind of forgot to bring up the fact that the Twins were two games out of the first place for the Grapefruit League day and have fallen farther away, despite just a couple of weeks left in spring training, but they started off hot, now they're just tying everyone or losing, it's actually a shame. Just because you can't win the league if you're not putting up wins, obviously. They've got just over um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, about, about 12 games left. And they are now, hang on, two and a half. Yep, no, yeah, two and a half games out of the first place spot behind one, two, three, four teams. Like, And they put in Cody Gearin late in the game today. How are you supposed to win games when Cody, come on, twins, need I... that first place trophy. I have a, a somewhat extended uh, knowledge of Corey Gearing because he was actually on the Mariners last year, and I, I, I do Cody. watch. I do. I do watch the Mariners. I'm not like an active Mariners fan, but I, I watch them. Actually, I will say I am rooting like hell for them to ever make a playoff right. like series. Just cause I'm like, please, I just want to. I just want to see that like for once in my life. Uh, but anyways, Corey Gearing was on the Mariners last year, and my God, he was just terrible. Like he, there was a game we watched. Where quite literally, I think he walked three straight guys through like maybe one strike and left the game. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Is this even real?" <laughs> huh. So I yeah, I'm not a fa- fan because he's blown a couple games that the Twins have absolutely needed. So <laughs> yeah, just, just rough. Yeah. So uh, yeah, as you know, how can the Twins expect to win games like this when they're just throwing <laughs> scrubs out like Corey Gear? Uh, like, what are we doing? What are we doing honestly. here? Do we not care? <laughs> Do they not care about the results? I don't understand. Yeah. It's a shit. I I find it funny. Um, you know, I try I try to be as sarcastic as possible when I make jokes like that. But I'll still like have people in my, my, my mentions right. that it's like, "Oh, it's spring training. It doesn't matter." I'm like, "Yeah, I know that." Like, this is the problem with increased follower count. That's it's a struggle. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> probably it. Like when I, I made the the Homer Bailey and Garrett Cole joke the other day. Right. Literally, I had like ten people that are just like, "Yeah, spring training means nothing. Call me back in August." I'm like, "How could you think I'm being serious? How?" Oh, yeah, if you, if you see, it, I just had a drink of water and I almost choked swallowing it. But yeah, if you see anyone comparing Homer Bailey to Garrett Cole, and you assume that they're serious, you're. I mean, that's just your fault, honestly. Yeah, that's well, on that's you. Not, that's on you. You can't. Come right. That is on you, my friend. <laughs> Oh, whatever. It's funny stuff. Well, anyways, get to it. So, I, I like what Tom said. I'm just thankful there's no trade deadline for spring training. If they can add a big arm, I think they can still win this thing. <laughs> Appreciate that. I'm uh, confident. I'm confident. But we have Carl at Prime Kirilov. As long as they play Alex Kirilov more, they should win it handily. Kirilov had the. I don't know how he hit that double today. It was like a curveball in the opposite batter's box, and he just flicked it off the the green monster. I was like, what? Is that even possible? Yeah, I've I watch the games, and every time I look down, I look down at my phone probably 20 times every game, and those 20 times I look down at my phone, that is when the batter makes contact with the ball and it, <laughs> every single time, and it's beyond frustrating. <laughs> it's, oh. Whatever. I miss the double. I miss everything. Oh, you missed that. Wow. It was it was a nice double, I guess. That's all I can say. Yeah, That's I, kind heard, of the... I heard about it on Twitter, even though I was watching 10 seconds after he hit it. <laughs> Well, that's kind of the thing about spring training is you latch on to, like, one thing where you're just like, yeah, Alex Kirloff had a nice double. It's like they lost 7-6. to six. You're like, I couldn't care less about that. Right, like, yep. <laughs> like, this is the one thing that kind of matters. Yeah, like, I'll pretend I care, but I, I I, don't. I, You know, you could say, did they win two days ago? And I have no clue, but yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. remember specific performances from guys like 
but yeah, so that's all that really matters. Yeah. Like, uh, oh yeah, Kent Amaya, he had a good outing today. Went four innings, uh, struck out six, didn't allow a run. I, hell, I don't think he allowed a hit. Like straight yeah, up. Yeah, he was really his uh, change. His change was was it a splitter or is it a changeup? I I've heard it both ways. Right. I, I know, know that Savant calls it a changeup, but it was on Twitter called a splitter. And so anyway, the pitch that he throws like that, the one that <laughs> does that motion of the split, it's called a split change. We're gonna call it a split change on the pod. Uh, it, it was change, working right? really well. So. There's a, that's a good sign. Yeah, there you go. And that's like all you should take out of spring training. You're like, made, right. it, made it look good. Kirilov had a double. If you take out anything else, you, you got to help you. I don't yep. know. <laughs> so uh, last thing we have here from Faith, what do you think about Anthony Irvin still swimming at age 38? I don't know. At least I'm not aware of like aging curves <laughs> for swimming. I don't, I don't know. Is he like the Nelson Cruz of swimming? Because if he is, that's impressive, I guess. Maybe it's his rookie season. <laughs> well, it's like because like I also play golf, and it's like golf you can play until you're like a hundred. Like you could play golf and then die the next day, and like and still have a good yeah, get the same score. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah you, well, I don't know about that. But like, you could shoot a good score oh, like on your on your deathbed. Like right. I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, I hope I I'm a, swimming. I know is from I've swam. I've never swim, but. It's probably just because I know Faith swims. This probably just sounds so stupid, but when I do it in like you know ninth grade gym class, it was very difficult. So uh, <laughs> it must be a hard sport. It's probably sorry. I know you're probably swimming. That's a, that's how we test the you know how hard or right. difficult anything is. Is did Cooper struggle at this in ninth grade? Then it's difficult. NHL. I scored a goal in floor hockey. What do you? I don't know what they're doing over there. Floor hockey. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, I didn't. I was bad. <laughs> that sounds about right. I, I believe it. Not to yeah, insult you, you, but totally to insult you. But I believe <laughs> it. Yeah, we're. I think it's about time we uh, cut this off here. Yeah, let's end this before <laughs> we start saying weird stuff. So uh, let's see what do we have. We have self promotions. I wrote this last week. I wrote an article about. What did I write the article about? I'm pulling mm-hmm. you. I just I just pulled a Cooper. I can't believe I did. I'm this. pulling a Cooper oh, no. at the moment as I, well. I remembered it. I wrote about. Josh Donaldson, two months after he signed, of course. Uh, but anyways, I wrote about one of the important <laughs> reasons uh, that they got him, which was something not a lot of people thought about, which I guess I'll just spoil it. It was because they actually don't really have anyone who could play third base in the farm system. Um, like maybe Royce Lewis, but he hadn't played much. And then beyond that, it's like Jose Miranda, who played most of the year at high A. So it's like, I, I concluded it was important they got this guy or else, you know, they were going to have to go to you know, other worse decisions. So... Uh, there you go. I, I I just explained the article to you, but please click on it to give me the ad. That's <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, I wrote about because I, well, I talked about it on here last week. I think they should give Barrios an extension. So I recapped last year's two extensions: Kepler, Polanco, two two just excellent extensions. I'll be on it. Obviously, I mean, yeah, both Polanco was an all star. Kepler should have been an all star. I'll die on that hill, but yeah, both went really well. So. I, I'll die with you on that hill. It's it's fine. Yeah, I'll join. It was you. insane. I, yeah, that was oh, that was ridiculous. But whatever. It's, you know, it's out of good Austin season. Meadows. Austin Meadows. <laughs> yeah, that's the unfortunate thing about All Star voting. Is you kind of start holding grudges against players you don't deserve. Like, <laughs> like Austin Meadows didn't ask to be put ahead of Max Kepler. Right, like, yeah. well, there goes that bastard. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well that's, so that's, that's it for us. Yeah, it was a, another good episode. Uh, Hopefully. Get inch, just inch and close to open a day. We're, we're almost there. Getting so close. Can't wait. I, on our next podcast, I will be getting back from Florida the day we record. So oh. there's that. How about that? You'll have, yeah. you'll have information from the front lines. There you go. Right. Yeah, I'm sneaking into the clubhouse. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I, okay, your secret's safe with me. <laughs> All right, bye. All right, see ya.